Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, animal people, and welcome to the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewitt, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. You know, there are a lot of puppies and kittens that get turned into animal shelters that are far too young to be adopted. Sadly, a lot of shelters have no choice but to euthanize these innocent babies because they don't have the resources to provide the care and the necessary time. Obviously, if folks would just spay and neuter their pets, this wouldn't be an issue. But the fact is, shelters continue to see an onslaught of puppies and kittens coming through their doors starting in early spring and continuing through the fall. Fortunately, some shelters are able to enlist the help of volunteers to take care of these baby animals in their own homes until the animals reach an age and size that is suitable for adoption. Today, we'll be speaking with Jeffrey and Ariana Isbell, a father-daughter duo who are currently fostering a little family and want to share the fun details of what this experience has been like. Then, after our halftime break, Vince Smart from the Gund Stuffed Animal Company will be telling everybody about a special contest where your pet may be immortalized as the inspiration for a new Gund plush toy. So keep your radio tuned right here to K Mozart, and we'll get into all the details after a very quick station break. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Place Radio Show on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewlett, and joining me now are volunteers from the Irvine Animal Care Center, Jeffrey and Ariana Isbell. Welcome to the Pet Place, you two. Well, thanks for having us. It's really great to be here. I know you've been volunteering at the Irvine Shelter for a number of years now and in various areas, but recently you decided to foster a litter of kittens. What made you decide to take on this responsibility? Well, uh, it was really Ari's idea to do it, so Ari? Okay. Well, there's a lot of kittens, especially this time of year, and it can be really overwhelming for shelter staff, so I wanted to help out, and, you know, it's such a time thing that they don't have the time to do it, so I wanted to help. Well, that's excellent. Did you have any special training? What did you do to become a foster volunteer for the shelter? Well, before you can become a foster parent, you have to make sure and take a class. And after you take the class, they'll give you a little more information, and then you get to take home some kittens once they get them in. And this also includes puppies, too, if you are interested in fostering puppies. Correct. Okay, and you can have your choice of either just taking orphaned kittens or orphaned puppies where you have to bottle feed them, or you can take a mama cat with her babies or a mama dog with her babies, which is probably a little bit easier. What did you guys end up doing? It depends a lot on what's available at the time. In this particular case, as soon as she finished the class, they had two kitties and their mama uh, waiting to go. Mm -hmm. Wow. What was the story on them? Well, uh, there was a tabby cat, and she had two white kittens, which was surprising, but they were behind a nail salon underneath a, a trash compactor, and it wasn't a very good situation for them, especially because the area they were in had a lot of coyotes. Wow, so they had just been dumped in an industrial complex then. Most likely. When we got them, they seemed already very social, 
So it seemed like they had been owned by somebody, and they just couldn't take care of them, so they let them go. Yeah. Sometimes cats will go off somewhere to have their kittens, and they they may, in fact, have belonged to someone and and got out, and uh, she ran away to to have her babies and then got scooped up. Well, that's another reason, too, folks, to have your pets microchipped or put a collar and ID tag on your pet because if a pet is ever found, that's the best way to get reunited again, don't you think so? I agree. All of our pets are microchipped. So now you have this mama cat and these two babies who are too little or too young to be placed into homes. How long will you end up keeping these animals at your house? Well, when we got them, they were already around three weeks old, I think. So you have to keep them till they're two pounds because it doesn't have to do with age because they have to not be breastfeeding anymore on their mother before they can be put into homes. And they also need to be able to be spayed and neutered, which they have to be two pounds for. Okay, I see. And if there's any problem with the animals while you have them, let's say you have a medical emergency of some kind, do you have to pay for veterinary care? You know, <laughs> it's funny. I... Uh First of all, I'm sitting here impressed by how much she knows. I, I don't know where she learned all this stuff. But she <laughs> takes Probably it at the class. <laughs> Probably. She, um, or rather, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed by how the shelter supports what we're doing. For example, on the day we picked them up, they gave us a, a carrier for the cats, which I guess is only logical. But they gave us a, a bed, a litter box, a bunch of litter. They gave us food and everything we needed for to take care of them. Yeah, and uh, if you have any problems, well, why don't you go on about that? Okay, well, the sh- the vet staff is very, very helpful. We could call in any time and make an appointment the day of and just take the kittens right in. They actually did get sick, but we were a little worried, and the vet staff gave us medicine, and we've been medicating them, and they're much, much better now. Oh, wow, that's fabulous. Well, it's normal for ki- kitties that age, so they were all prepared when we came okay. in with some issues. So the shelter actually has a veterinary staff on site. They do. That is really, really good. And if there's an emergency when the shelter is closed, you can probably take your kitties to a local vet and get reimbursed. Yes, that's what they said. Well, that's wonderful. And in addition to all the fun that you guys get to have with fostering kittens, you're doing something real special for these animals. You're getting them ready to be turnkey pets for their future families. Tell me about some of the training that you're doing with these little guys. Well, you know, they have to be properly socialized before they can go into a home because a lot of the time an animal who's just ignored, I mean, it learns to ignore people too. So you have to make sure you hold them and pet them and give them all the love so that they recognize that people are something to love too so that when they go into a new home, when their owners try and give them all that love, they'll return the love and be excellent pets. And what about litter box training? Are you helping with that too? Yeah, when they're little, you have to put their paws in the litter box and scratch it a couple times, and they learn pretty quickly where they're supposed to go to the bathroom. And probably the mama cat, too. She's learning her good house manners. That's well, good. She, she's a very young mama. She's actually just, I'd, I'd still call her a kitten. She's, she's tiny. She looks about nine months old or ten months old, and, you know, that's why that's why pet animals should always be spayed and neutered. Yeah, she should have still been enjoying her kittenhood and being pampered in a home, and instead she's a mama having all that responsibility and not getting to be a kitten herself. She's done a really good job being a mother, though. Ah, that's very sweet. Have you been taking lots of pictures? 
lots of pictures. <laughs> well, are you going to miss these little guys when they're gone? You know, I am going to miss them, but the biggest thing I'm concerned about is when they do go back to the shelter that they're just going to wonder what happened to us. And I wish there was a way I could let them know what was going on just to put their minds at ease. But I'm sure they'll get over it as soon as they get into a nice new home. And they'll probably get adopted pretty quickly because I imagine they're all very cute. Oh, very adorable. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think has been the best experience about fostering this mama cat and her kittens? The best part. Honestly, I just think the best thing is to watch them grow up. It's amazing. I think it's kind of like the joke grandparents make. We get to enjoy all the little fun of of kittens and then we and then we don't have to keep them <laughs> which which I have to say it, the fantasy always crosses your mind when you're when you're fostering that you want to keep them all mhm but yeah they're just a lot of pure fun yeah and and the thing too is if all the foster families kept all the animals that they fostered then they wouldn't be available to foster any more animals and obviously you want to be able to foster more in the future so you can't keep them all and <laughs> And you can't do your part to help these guys unless yeah, you go ahead and cycle them through. <laughs> but I have a sneaking suspicion that that's, that's actually what's behind their mind at the shelter. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it is always nice when animals get good homes and, and the shelter knows that foster families are nice people inherently. And, <laughs> and so, yeah, this is what they call failed fostering when a foster family decides to keep the animals that they foster. But they really do want the families to continue fostering more kittens and more puppies because they're constantly getting new ones. Now, if somebody wanted to foster a pet, um, can you give them advice? What should they do? In our case, we we went to the Irvine Animal Shelter in in Orange County and in, in Irvine. It, it seems to me, not that I'm any kind of an expert, it seems like a really fine shelter with all really fine programs. I I think the first thing to do would be to call your local shelter and, or visit them online and see if they have a program. Okay, and I understand that a lot of rescues <clears throat> also do fostering too. So you might be thinking about whether or not you're ready to have a dog or a cat in your life. And fostering might be a good way to determine if you are ready because you'll find out how much time is involved in caring for a pet. Would you say it's pretty time intensive? It is time intensive. They need a lot of care. They need a lot of attention to be happy, healthy pets. But it also, I don't think it should be something for total beginners because they are very delicate creatures. I mean, they're just like babies. They can get sick easily and damaged easily, and they need someone who can really be careful with them. Okay, okay. So it is a it is a good process, but you really do need to be able to handle all the uh, rigors involved. Expect to get little uh, puppy bites and kitten scratches because <laughs> they are very playful. It just goes with the territory. But it's a lot of fun. And I want to thank you, too, for stopping by the Pet Place this morning. I think you're doing a wonderful thing, and I hope other listeners will look into fostering as well at a shelter near their own home. Well, it's fun to be here. Oh, yeah, totally. Thank you. <laughs> and listeners, don't forget that today is the special puppy and kitten shower down at the Irvine Animal Care Center. Festivities begin at 1 p.m., so bring a brand new or gently used puppy or kitten item that can be used by the shelter's foster program or visit with the animals and staff while enjoying some great refreshments. Visit www.irvineshelter.org for more information. Now it's time for our halftime break.
today, but we'll be right back with Vince Smart from Gund. So don't go away, and we'll get started in just a moment here on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show, and joining us now is Vince Smart from Gund. Good morning, Vince, and welcome to the Pet Place. Hi, Marie. It's uh, good to be here. For our listeners out there who may not know, please tell us a little bit about what Gund is. Well, Gund uh, makes high-quality stuffed animals or soft toys, the kind that people want to hug and love and keep forever because they're so soft. And we've been doing it for uh, more than 100 years, so... uh, I'm not quite that old, but in general, we uh, we know what we're doing at Gun when it comes to quality stuffed animals. Absolutely, I I actually have a little Gun animal. I don't even know what it is anymore. It's uh it's been loved so much over the years, but I've had it since I was a very 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 little girl. <laughs> a lot of people have stories just like yours, and we love to hear them. Wow. So, what is your favorite Gun stuffed animal? I think my favorite is uh, Snuffles. He is uh, a unique-looking teddy bear that was uh, introduced back in 1980, so more than 30 years ago, and he's been in the sold in our line every every year since then in different colors and sizes. Um, he really is the iconic teddy bear for uh, for Gund. That uh, there are a few million people, kind of like uh, with stories, kind of like yours, that have kept their Snuffles at home and have hugged him and loved him an awful lot. <laughs> It's kind of like that story about the Velveteen Rabbit, which was one of my favorites when I used to read stories to my kids who are all grown up now. (laughs) Very sad. Hey, I heard your company is getting ready to kick off a really special contest. Actually, no, you know what? They kicked it off already. (laughs) We kicked it off? Yeah. We've still got a little time left in the contest. We do. Okay, tell me about this special contest. What's it all about? Well, it is a top dog photo contest uh, where people uh, have submitted pictures to us with uh, their favorite dogs covering a a variety of different categories. And and we kind of got into this contest because this year uh, we're making a gun-stuffed animal version of a real dog named Boo, the world's cutest dog. I don't know if you know Boo, but he's he's a real Pomeranian with about 5 million fans on Facebook, 5 million. <laughs> he is a an Internet star, and he is really cute. Uh-huh. But every every time we talked about Boo to uh, anybody, they always said, yeah, Boo is really cute, but you know what? My dog is cuter. That's so right. That's we, what I was going to say. He can't be the world's cutest dog because I have the world's cutest dog. <laughs> exactly. We heard that story to- so many times that we thought, wow, people really are proud of their pets and they want to talk about them and show them off. And so we gave them that opportunity uh, by creating this uh, Top Gun Top Dog photo contest mm-hmm. uh, that runs on Facebook. Uh, people have posted uh, more than a thousand pictures uh, wow. since we started the contest. Um, it, they posted them in four categories. Most beautiful dog, which is by far has the largest number of entries. About mm-hmm. 90% of our entries are there. Uh, a face only a mother can love uh, <laughs> category. Uh, a few a few people have uh, have uh, promoted their uh, puppy for that. Oh uh, my goodness. A, 
a doganista or uh-huh. our best dressed dog. Ah. And the fourth category uh, is a dog that most resembles its owner. So you oh. got to have a person and, that a, and a dog be interesting. in that picture. And so, as I said, we have more than 1,000 entries across all of those categories. Uh, and people are now voting. They're going to the Gun Facebook page uh, and voting for uh, the winners in each of those four categories. And uh, your listeners have about three more days. The contest ends on August 15th. Uh, and the winners in each of those categories will be selected sheerly by the number of votes. Oh, which wow. Which photo has the highest number of votes? Can you vote more than once? Uh, a lot of times people um, will vote over and over and over and over and spend their whole day voting, and and uh, that, that seems kind of weird. Are there any rules on this where you can just vote once, or is it a multiple vote kind of deal? No, we, we, we are trying to make it a more legitimate vote. So you can vote once per category, and all the rules are spelled out on the, uh, on the Facebook page itself, so you can see all the rules that are there. Okay, and in the event of a tie, as unlikely as that might be, um, will you break the vote or break the tie? <laughs> all of the all of the experts at Guns here will get together and we'll break the uh, we'll break the tie. Um, but we will have four winners. But then my favorite part of this, and I think what has, from what I've heard from uh, the folks who are participating, uh, what everybody's favorite part of this is among those four winners. Then the uh, the gun folks here, the in, in my office, uh, will select a grand prize winner, and we will then make a gun stuffed animal using that pet as a model uh, for 2013 for next year. So wow. you can so the the bragging rights really are my dog was so cute that Gund is making a stuffed animal uh, of him. Or if it happens to be the uh, the ugly dog category, <laughs> my dog it, was so. Ugly that exactly. he's getting a stuffed animal made after him. Exactly. Oh wow, that would be real interesting, especially if you have the dog that most resembles its owner. Now, what will you do there? Will you make a gunned human and a gunned dog? Oh, you're asking way too many questions. <laughs> uh, I, I I think we'll focus on the dog because that's what we do okay. best. Okay. Okay. Maybe put a little photograph of the uh, the owner with a stuffed animal. <laughs> We might have to do that. Oh, gosh. How many um, entries do you have so far in that last category, uh, owner, dog, lookalikes? I think it's uh, two or three dozen, I believe, when last I checked. Wow. And and what has been your personal favorite so far? I'm not going to sway any voting opinions <laughs> out there right now. I, I want it to be a true and uh, oh, open uh, vote. Okay, okay. How, did you enter your own dog, or are you allowed to do that? Uh, I am not allowed to do that. So okay. uh, no, no no family uh, pets here have been entered. Okay, okay. But um, do you have any pets yourself? Uh, I have a, a – uh, my, my kids have fish at our house. <laughs> okay. Well, I suppose you can make a plush fish. <laughs> of course, of course. We've all seen uh, a Nemo fish, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Now, what made you guys decide to do a contest like this? What's the history? Well, as I said, it, it truly was our relationship with uh, Boo, the world's cutest dog, and, and talking about him uh, with people who said what you were about to say, that mm-hmm. my dog's cuter. And and so we just thought it would be a great way to engage 
pet owners uh, and and some gun fans and maybe recruit some new gun fans uh, because we do a great job of making uh, soft, huggable toys that look like real animals. And so it, it felt like the right kind of thing to do. Uh, and Facebook is an important part of how we talk to our fans, and, and so this is something that Facebook allows us to do. People can post pictures and encourage their friends and family to vote, and, it, and it's just fun. Have you received any comments from people about the contest? Um, what, what's been the general reaction to the contest? Uh, as I as I said, I the, I think the biggest and most uh, most uh, biggest nugget that we are offering in the in the prize package is the opportunity to really have your dog immortalized. Uh, in a in a gun stuffed animal, so to be able to tell people, my dog, gun thought so much of my dog that they've that they've made their own version of it, is what people have really commented on. That that really sparks an interest uh, in people to know that that, hey, that's my dog. That would be really exciting to have your dog become immortalized as a gun stuffed animal. And would it be just for the year that the the pet? stuffed animal is made or will this be a permanent uh, um, item in the the gun lineup? Well, I think we would let uh, the the consumers uh, tell us what what we should do. If uh, we're we're not uh, a company that's going to uh, say we're only making so many of these uh, if the demand is there. Mm -hmm. I think right now we'd look to uh, make a you know, uh, 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 a few thousand of these and uh, and see what happens. Okay, okay. And um, somehow you're bringing Pinterest into the promotion also? Uh, yes, everything I've set up to this point all works on, um, on Facebook. Uh, but we know there are an awful lot of folks out there in the last year who have become uh, fans of Pinterest and, and spend a lot of time looking at great pictures and and thinking about their interests using photos on Pinterest. So we wanted to give them a chance to uh, participate as well. So simultaneously we have the most Pinteresting dog contest, photo contest, uh, running on on Pinterest uh, there. And you can, again, the the timing is the same. We let people decide uh, what uh, they wanted to consider the most Pinteresting dog. And and it was often just a, 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 you know, a beautiful-looking dog. Um, and you have about three more days to uh, go to uh, Pinterest.com uh, slash gotta get a gun, and you can see all of the entrants and uh, vote for your favorite. Okay, so is it the same contest then, and, and you'll be combining the Facebook and the Pinterest votes together? Uh, no, each category will have its own winner. So the four Facebook uh, categories, the, each category will have a winner, and there will be a most Pinteresting dog uh, winner as well, okay. and then we'll choose the grand prize from those from those five. Winners. Oh, I see. Okay, so the one out of all of these contests that you determine to be the the best dog to be a gun stuffed animal will be the one that's created into the stuffed animal. Correct, correct. But okay. we let we let the voters tell us which five we're picking from. Okay, well, I can tell you right now that there are a lot of cat people out there who are probably grumbling. Are you going to do something for kitties eventually? I think we might have to think about it because <laughs> we, we are getting a few of those comments as well. So, oh, uh, I can imagine. The cat people I know are probably just fuming <laughs> right now. Why is it all this dogs? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, wow. Well, Vince, this sounds like it's going to be really fun, and I want you, before I let you go, to tell everybody where they can, one more time, and I know you've done it already, where they can go to find out more about the gunned contest and then also about gunned stuffed animals in general. Sure. Uh, for the the uh, uh, Top Dog Photo Contest, uh, you can go to the Guns Facebook page. So you're on Facebook and you uh, just need to search for Gun. It should be at the top of the list. And when you get to that page, you'll see uh, all kinds of directions for the Top Dog Contest. Uh, most Pinteresting Dog Contest, you're going to Pinterest.com slash Gotta Get a Gun, and you'll see uh, uh, information on how to vote for the most Pinteresting dog. And if you want to learn more about Gun, uh, gun.com is a great place to go, or the Gun Facebook page. If you're there voting for your favorite dog, you can uh, learn a little bit more about Gun while you're there as well. Okay, and you have some photos of some of the uh, plush toys that you've already created in the past. Absolutely. On gun.com or on the Gun Facebook page, you'll see that there as well. Okay, so more than teddy bears, though, you have what other animals do you have? Uh, we have teddy bears and puppy dogs and kitty cats for all those cat lovers <laughs> and, and uh, uh, some safari animals as well, like lions and tigers and elephants, uh, as well as uh, licensed uh, pets like uh, like Boo uh, is there, and uh, he is awfully cute. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and telling us all about the contest and about Gund. I've had a blast. Thanks, Marie. We need to take one last break, but don't go away. We'll be right back with Pet Place News and Events here on K-Mozart. We're back on the Pet Place Radio Show. I'm Marie Hewlett, and it's time for Pet Place News and Events. Our friends at the SoCal Animal Response Team would like to invite you to the 2012 Walk for Pet Preparedness and the 7th Annual Pet Fair in the Park on Sunday, August 19th from 8.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. at the Long Beach Marine Stadium. The walk starts at 9 a.m. and the $28 entrance fee includes a goodie bag. Register online at www.scart.us or in person on event day. It'll be a fun-filled morning that begins with a beautiful walk around Marine Stadium, followed by a fair complete with disaster information tables, adoption information, pet products, agility dog demos, opportunity drawings, and great food. For more information, visit www.scart.us. And don't forget to check out our website at www.petplace.org and send us your comments or suggestions for the show or email us at petplaceradio at gmail.com. That's all for me today. Remember, pets need love and a home, too. We'll be back next weekend here on K-Mozart. I'm Marie Hewitt. Please stay or neuter your pets and have a wonderful day. (laughs) 